done that. There you go. You good? Yeah. You're going to hold the sure. mic about six to eight inches away from your face. We're already recording. Okay, cool. So uh, we're here. Yeah, we're on we're it. Going. Everybody, welcome That's to, <laughs> welcome to uh, something unoriginal. Got Zeke here. Zeke Poulton. I'm, uh, I'm your guy, Brad Pitt. <laughs> if you uh, haven't figured that out yet, then you should probably stop watching this. Dude, stop like listening it. to this. But uh, yeah, what's up, Zeke? How you doing, man? I'm good, dude. I'm good. I remember we talked about this, and now we're, it's actually kind of dope, right? Yeah, I feel like we're fulfilling the dream. Kind of. I don't know if you remember we talked about um, we talked about stuff like this, a podcast, an interview, something or other. When we, we first did. met, we talked about it all the I time forgot about that and that was like the goal of like do we got to try something we got to do something so when you brought this idea up i was just like like yeah we got to try them yeah. fuck it we got to go at it just to see Let's what happens you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and if like if there's anyone out there to just have like conversation flow you ask a couple questions and then have it just like carry on mm-hmm. it's with you really <laughs> yeah, Dude, it's I feel just the like same just way get with, with you, pratt bro. just have a couple questions come up make fun of people and then just like <laughs> move on and it's great it's great it's always good so yeah, I'm in the comfort of your home. Thanks for the invite. We'll yeah, see what bro. we can do with this. Welcome to what? the abode. I got a couple things in store, right? A couple things I want to want to talk to you about. Mm. Got some beef jerky to try. Some we, draft. We Pepsi. got the jerky. The jerky made me nervous at first. We got the Pepsi. That was, that's what's I up. Say we, we'll just, see. we just roll with that. Let's, you, let's uh, do it. Yeah, yeah. Have you what when you when you eat beef jerky? What are you looking for for a good piece of jerky? What is your ideal jerky? Ideal jerky. Has got to be like. Is it soft? Is it chewy? no, 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 no? You got to be like, you got to be like, it's got to be so hard to rip off that, like, if your hand on the follow through of the rip doesn't <laughs> hit somebody in front of you, yes, then it's not good enough. I've always said, I've always said, if your neck's not, if you can't see tendons in your neck, is you're pulling a piece of jerky <laughs> exactly. Out, if the anime bulge out of your forehead isn't there. <laughs> When you're taking a bite of jerky, it's not worth it. And you better be chewing on that motherfucker, bro, too, for right. a while. Get ready so for let's this see. jerky, then, bro. So this is from a place in Salt Lake called Kaiser's Barbecue. Let me put this mic in one sec. It's a barbecue place. Oh, that's a huge piece. I don't know if you... Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Let's, Go for it. Try it. So it's just... They smoke wow. this jerky, right? So there's a reason there's that string is on there, right? Okay. So that string is... Uh, they tie it by that string and then, and then hang it in the smoker. And then they smoke it until it's dry. Okay. And then just coat it in pepper. Bro, you're going to want to just take it. <laughs> Get some ASMR shit in there, bro. Like it took me 30 seconds to just get a bite <laughs> off of it, bro. <laughs> bro, this is my favorite. I'm going to get a piece, too. Hold on. Let me see this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Jaws popping and cracking already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, It's prime. Like I said, Kaiser's Barbecue, so South Salt Lake, right? Uh, it's like two buildings north of the Tesla <clears throat> dealer. Dude, you, they, I went. I had a buddy introduce me to this jerky, right? One of my coworkers, and uh, I told him like, if I, I'm almost breaking my teeth on this jerky, yeah, that's the best jerky. Mm-hmm. He was like, I got the perfect thing for you, man. So, uh, let's dig in. Yeah, that's um, ASMR in this. It's thick though, like, oh yeah. I had, like usually the jerky slices that I've had are like way thinner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I look oh, yeah. pretty fat. It was legit. Oh, it's a thick boy. Oh, and you can you can sit there and chew it for like solid. I am still chewing my first piece. Yeah, me too. 
But I, know, I took my bite. I feel like this audio is going to be legit. Oh, it's great. Let's just get a little bit chewing action. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the stuff right there. We've got to be dry. Got to be super dry. Oh yeah. If your saliva is not the thing juicing that bad boy up, it's well flavored and it's not too much. Some people like mm-hmm. put way too much into it. Some of that store brand crap, but no, this is a boy Oberto. That stuff is so mm. soft. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I can't do it. So tender. It just grosses me out. Well, it's pretty fatty. Because ever since, so there's this one place up in Bountiful that they do. Oh, I was like North Salt Lake. It's like vacuum bag sucked. Thing of jerky, and so legit. Like once you do that, you can't you can't go back to a oh yeah any other kind of jerky. So it's like same thing with this. Like, yeah. It's good jerky. Yeah, it's great. Let me uh, let's get you a beverage. We'll, uh, yeah, let's do. <laughs> let me get you some some draft cola. One sec. I mean, the chewing noises. I'm gonna be unbearable. Listening to. Give us some ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's it's nitro. Lady. So uh, this right here is nitro Pepsi. Okay. It's a it's a draft Pepsi. Okay. Okay. And got you a cup. Got me a cup. We got Boom. vanilla. Okay. And regular. What do you think? Oh, let's we'll start with one. I don't care. Let's start with this vanilla one. Go with vanilla. What are you gonna do? Crack that bad boy open. Pour hard in that cup. Oh, and you're gonna pour now. There it is. I feel you. I feel you. Okay, so. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. That's the stuff. Is that? I'll crack mine open. Wow. <laughs> Let it. There it is. All right. Okay. So, uh, so where'd you get this? That's my question. Uh, any gas station. <laughs> really? Yeah. How come I've never seen it? It's always like hidden. It's on the, either the very top shelf or the very bottom shelf, one of the two. Okay. But, Boom. uh, figured you might, you might chill. It. So chill. What does it say? Chill can. Pour hard. Yeah. And admire. Yeah. And enjoy. Take a look at that fluff. Listen to that. There you go. Cheers. Let's keep going. It's not very good. Honestly, it's kind of flat Pepsi. That's all it tastes like. I really like it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was actually pretty good. Well, hold yeah. on. Yeah, you want to try the other one? Give that yeah, because mine's a vanilla. What's yours? It's just regular. Okay. Maybe some regular is just ass. Some. But <laughs> See, now yours does just taste like a flat yeah. Pepsi with absolutely no carburation that's been sitting out for like a day. <laughs> but you throw that vanilla in there and it just seems like... Pretty tame cream yeah. soda. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I dig it. Every time I get one of these. Mm. Yours is not very good, though. Bad. Yours was not very good. I'm not going to lie. That's cool. I'll drink that one. This one. You can have the Okay. Yeah. I will do that. We'll have that rolling, and we'll uh, you know, munch on this jerky every once in a while. Okay. So I got a question for you. Yeah, what you got? Jeez, Louise, bro. So you and I met doing the mission ordeal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Puerto Rico. Knowing what you know now, okay. would you do it again? No. Dude, there's like some serious trauma. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, keep going. So I've thought about this a lot, right? For anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, 
Uh, we served LDS missions. We served in Puerto Rico. Um, there's certain things about serving a mission. You go out for two years, you do this thing or whatever. Um, where you just try and like proselyte uh, about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the hard thing about it is, is like there's certain parts of um, just of the mission that kind of take you out of who you are, if that makes sense. Like I've forgotten parts of who I was because of the fact that like I went and served a mission. Uh, namely, I don't feel like I was good with people. Um, even after the mission, I became awkward. Um, and then you kind of, kind of, you kind of become judgmental in a way. I don't know about you, but I kind of felt after serving a mission, I look at people more in a negative way instead of loving people more like I used to. I think I'd look more negatively towards people Mm -hmm. and not everybody's like that. That's just how I feel. Mm -hmm. Right. There's certain things like that, but but yeah, what about you, man? I mean, dude, looking back, I don't know. 20, 2017. So, I mean, like if, if the question were like, do I do it again? Meaning I've already did the first two years that you and I did. Would I do it again? It's like, hell no. I'd never like just do it again for a second time. But yeah. if I had to go back and decide, even knowing everything I know now, do I do it or not? I think I go back and forth. Really? I think I go back and forth every time. of Because okay. like, Puerto Rico is obviously like a huge part of everything that I am right now with who I know, how often I go, who I've lived with. That's why true. I lived where I've lived. I and mean, your necklace right now is literally necklace, the Puerto Rican flag. My tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. So I go back and forth because the mission itself was difficult. But the people, obviously, like Puerto Rico, yeah. the language, what you learn, stuff like that. It's kind of stuff you wouldn't trade for anything. Mm-hmm. But I totally understand. Like, pour more of the soap. That would be... That would be devastating. <laughs> I don't know. Like if I woke up right now and I was just two years ahead of me in the mission and I just woke up as if I were there, I, I don't know if I would just duke it out or if I'd just come back home. I feel that. Like you like, had, yeah. Like it was all a dream. It was all a dream. Growing up, used to read words. <laughs> exactly. But I don't know because I've always thought about that and I, I don't know what other people think because Obviously, not really practicing it anymore doesn't necessarily mean that I don't still have it. That experience holds value to me still. So yeah, I'm with I've that. Always, I've always thought that. I feel like I it's know. kind of a fifty-fifty thing for me. Like, there's a lot of stuff that helped me grow as a person. Yeah, right. Where like I do feel good about having done it. And you know, you bring up a good point. Going back, I don't, I don't think I would do it again. But you do bring up some good points that kind of make me realize. I kind of think I would. Go if I were back in time and it was the first time doing it, I still would probably go. Like, what are the chances you and Meg probably still get married if you don't go? Oh, very little, very very little. I don't think we would have gotten married if that happens. If I don't go, so that's something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's different. I mean, the mission was hard, and the mission was hard for different reasons. So, like, yeah. The biggest thing that I think bothered me was. Um, I think you're right with the judgmental part, but in the sense of how judgmental you are as a missionary looking at other people. Yeah. Like, like, like what makes us think we wouldn't be doing the exact same thing as that person if we were in their situation. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we'll leave out names, but you and I know very many people in that mission that we <laughs> served with that it was like, they were the most like strict judgmental people ever. And they were just the worst people to be around. Yeah. They were just cool. the freaking worst. Mm-hmm. So that was always a difficult thing when you want to do what you want to do, but you have to share 50% of your life with a whole other person. 
that you didn't pick to be with. Yeah. That's. It definitely helped me on my marriage, though. I'll give you that. Like, because you kind of realize living with another person that you don't pick makes living with the person you do pick way better. Probably would, yeah. Plus, you're with them literally 24-7. I don't see my wife 24-7. You know, we both have jobs. Mm-hmm. Both do our own thing for the most part. Then we come home, hang out. You know, it's good stuff. So if you would have changed something about your time there, what would you have done differently? Hmm. It's a good question. I don't know. I don't think I would have changed anything. Would you let it happen how it happened? Yeah, probably. That's fair. What about you? Yeah, I don't know if I would have. I think... Maybe just one or two things I would have said to certain people that... Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's difficult because in the mission... Oh, shoot, we don't have the fire rolling. Oh, we got to get that going, huh? Yeah, there we go. Fire's back on. All right, now we're ready. Yeah. Yeah, now we go. Podcast is officially... (laughs) Fire's rolling. All right. Yeah. Um, For those of you who want to tune in at home, uh, just throw on some Netflix, go to the fireplace... uh, show thing it's just a fireplace and that's us right there yeah yep. you're just tuning into what we're watching yeah so you'll uh you can you can be next to the fire like we are yep. boom so in the in the mesh i don't know man it's weird it's a weird thing and it's and, and it's almost it's hard to describe to people who haven't haven't done it or aren't familiar with it because it's just like a whole different vibe once you actually done it then you kind of get a better understanding of like what the other person's talking about so yeah that's true but the the fact that like um so I'll put it like this. So I don't know if you know what a cargo cult is. Mm-mm. But like, so like, I think it was World War II or something like that. Out in the Pacific Island when we were going at it with Japan. We yeah. wanted like bases over there. Some whatever islands, right? Okay. Super indigenous people that have never seen technology like airplanes and stuff like that. So when, we, you know, white people roll up and they're just like, what's up? We're going to borrow this island for a second. They're like, what the <laughs> heck is going on? So then they see what's going on. They're like, oh, whatever we're doing at this moment in time is what like gave us like this... This cargo, this food, this like medical attention, stuff like that. Yeah. So war wraps up or we wrap up whatever the heck is going on on that island, U.S. dip. What they start doing is they start like, what were we doing in that moment of time to be able to get planes to come back to us? So planes don't become like the United States of America. They're just like, oh, this was sent from a god or something like that or oh, I know what whatever. So they, they like they make a way for like um, like a like – a, a, it's not the landing pad, right, for, for an airplane, but like the strip – um, stuff like that. They start building planes. They start worshiping stuff like that so they can get cargo again. So like the mission felt like that to me in the sense of like you needed to be doing everything correctly for you to get a quote unquote like blessing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh my goodness. Like, are, are, like I remember one dude told me, he's like, are we walking fast enough when we're in the street? Oh, that's the worst. Because like for some reason, if we weren't walking fast enough, we just, God didn't like us for some reason. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be doing everything perfectly. To, in order to get this this cargo or this blessing is what you know or the baptism that you're looking for in the mission or something like that so it's like well did we have we study hard enough did are we making sure we're waking up at 6 30 oh my gosh i know why we didn't have success we woke up at 6 35 not 6 yeah and that's why like you always that stuff always bugged me because there was no moment to just like analyze it as what it was which is just like everyone has their freaking agency and mm-hmm. whether they want to talk to us or not it's completely up to them yeah and I think that's why you and I got along so well. Is because <laughs> yeah. it was just like, dude, you can't like you we'll do our end and like what we can do and then other than that it's like 
it is what it is. Like you're just out here to do what you can do, and that that's it. So I think that's one thing. If if I if I could have changed, I think I did a really good job at it. But I would just like chill out a little bit more and just be like, don't worry about it. Yeah. But it's easier said than done when you have a lot of people shoving that down your throat all the time. Oh yeah. Well, then you got to be doing this better. Are you being obedient? Well, if you're not being obedient, then you're not going to get this. And it's, I don't think any of those things are even correlated. So that was. Yeah, that's a really interesting point too. But. I guess I never really actually thought much about it. So when you asked me originally, I guess I gave like my first answer. But now that we've talked about it, I think I might change my answer, right? I think, I think yeah, I would do it again. Like not again, again, but like, you know, go back first time. Would I do it? Yeah. Um, but again, like you said, I think you maybe do it a little bit different. I think, it'd be, I think I would be less go with the flow in those moments of like, we got to be doing this, 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 this all the time and be more like stand up for myself maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. in the fact of like, yeah, I, we don't need to be doing that. Like, let's chill, make sure that we're like, we have enough energy to actually do this right. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. I was so worn out all the time. It was bad. So, but that's not to say it wasn't like a terrible situation, terrible experience. It was just kind of. I don't think, I think what had, what people 20 years prior to us were able to do on their missions is very much different than what we were able to do, right? We were way more restricted. It was way more about quote unquote obedience and letter of the law compared to spirit of the law. Whereas Mm -hmm. this book of recommendations for like rules, right, uh, was almost looked at as more important than like the law of God. Right. Which was terrible. <laughs> and our, our mission wasn't even bad. I've heard way worse from other, other I have places too. around the world. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I'm just glad that I got to go there, meet you, and we, we can be doing this right now. You know what I'm saying? I know. So, Seriously. Yeah. Man, that's all I got there, man. I mean, you could always like, go off on... It's, like, it's, it's a traumatizing low key, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Hurricane Maria, for example. You come back and you're like, <laughs> holy crap. Like it does when you're 18 and you just go and do that stuff and you're put under that pressure. I know those kind of rules and that kind of stuff. It's, that, that can mess you up if you're not careful, you know what I'm saying? Like, that takes a lot of energy out of people. Yeah. Mentally. People are just way different after from it. Mm-hmm. Well, but, it's like if you're not doing something every second of every day. Then you get really anxious about it. Right. And then coming home, that can transfer into like a lot of what you do in your day to day. If I'm not doing something every single day, instead of like letting myself decompress, causes anxiety, man. I think there's a lot of people that have served missions that have come home that deal a lot with mental health problems because of that. Oh, Depression, yeah. Anxiety. Well, it sucked because it was, it was, um, Almost, and I, not even quite a full year, I had just come back. Mm-hmm. The COVID happened. Yeah. So I was just stuck inside all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you can't do a damn thing. You're used to doing everything, you know, like, from 6.30 until 10.30. You're always doing something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're not. Yeah. Can't go anywhere. Can't do anything. Going through stuff. Trying to figure out a home life. That, that can mess you up. <laughs> yeah. Like, you leave things for two years and come home and, like, Realize life carried on without you and things aren't the same. Yeah. It sucks because you got to leave your life that you had to go on in the mission, create a new life, 
and then leave that life to go back to the one what you thought it was going to be and it's not. Yep. Bro, I'm nervous. I'm real nervous. I think we've got to pause this podcast. Okay. Just uh, bear with us, listeners. There may be a metronome the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. No metronome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, question. It's not like we just had like... Yeah, like just... 10, uh-huh. 15 minutes of conversation. Probably 20. <laughs> <laughs> that we had to just... Just... Throw away. Yeah, not a big deal. That wasn't interesting anyway. Yeah, none of I it. I guess. I mean... <clears throat> just talking about adoption and personal yeah. stuff and... Our parents. <laughs> um, Mom. Various other things. Yeah. Poop trees. Poop, semen smell. Semen smell. <laughs> kind of a lot, Which actually. is apparently all over Arizona. Arizona has semen smell. Let me tell you something. Okay. There's a metal poop smell. Sometimes trees have it. But apparently in Arizona, during monsoon season, the trees smell like semen. It's so much weirder the second time trying to talk about that. <laughs> I know. Uh, but it's good. It's good. It's good. So you've been married for how long? Uh, about two years. A little more than two years. Two and so a half. Let me ask you a question. Would you rather cheat on her or be cheated on? Probably be cheated on. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Do you think... Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Think about this, okay? <laughs> if somebody's having a conversation with somebody else about me and I cheated, I'd be like, oh, man, he... Can't, I can't believe you cheated. That sucks. <laughs> but if you get cheated on, it goes from, oh, man, can't believe you cheated to, uh, oh, dude, that poor guy. Yeah, right? Not like I the, can't believe You're the victim, right? Of like, oh, yeah. poor guy, dude. I'd that rather, sucks. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather be on the receiving end of Do that. you think it, w- it would make more sense? How do I say this? Would it... You be forgiven easier for cheating being a man than she would for being a woman? That's a good question. That's a really good question. So, like, let's say you cheated... Does it get brushed under the rug faster around her family, your family, friends, wh- whoever knows, whomever you then date after? Let's say you're the one that cheated. Are they mm-hmm. like, e- it's easier to forgive you, but like, if she then tries to go find somebody and then she tells the guy, I've cheated before, is the guy going to be like, uh, no thanks? Yeah. I think it kind of goes both ways, right? kind of ruins a bunch of stuff. Like any, any future relationships you have, that's always going to be like in the back of their mind. Probably right. Google just playing music like up there or over there. No, that's definitely that they have Alexa. We have Google. That was weird. Uh, Google apparently is playing music now. <laughs> See if we can figure out what song it is. I mean, it plays for my. Let's see what it says on my Spotify. That's an interruption. If I've ever seen one. Let me tell you. Wow, that was. Let's see. Oh, today featuring Raven Leanne, Luke Titus, and Raven Leanne. Banger. Shouts out to Luke Titus <laughs> and Raven Linay. Linay, that's her name. Raven or Raven? Raven. I don't know. It's spelled be, weird. It's got to be Raven, right? It's spelled real weird. Yeah, I think it is Raven. How do you spell it? R A V Y N. Raven. R A V what? Y N R V R R R A V 
Y N. That's Raven. Yeah, I guess it is. It's, it's got to be a Raven. Yeah, and and Luke Titus or Titus. <laughs> <laughs> so, guess the race of each of those people. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, I feel like I'd have to listen to him speak. Luke, I feel like is a white dude from Louisiana. Luke Raven? Titus. Yeah, Luke Titus. And then Raven. Or he's somebody that lives in Los Angeles that is trying to make it big on SoundCloud, but somehow has a song on here. Or he's an actual, like, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Um, and Raven Linnae. You said she spelled it with a Y, right? Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Raven Linnae. I don't know. I feel like I, I'm getting like a... Like a Doja Cat type of person in my head. Um, like that. That's who I. It's a celebrity lookalike I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think. Let me see. Raven. <laughs> Lene. Oh, let's look it up. Why oh, yeah. Nope. She looks up. just like Doja Cat. Does she really? <laughs> she looks very much like Doja Cat, yeah. Because I knew a. So I know a girl. Named Raven that lives in North Carolina. And really? it's the only time I've ever met a girl named Raven. And the other Raven I know is that so Raven. We mentioned that show in the last podcast. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. What did you say about it? We were just talking about kids' shows from uh, 1995 to 2010, how they were the best. Best. Ever. Right? Yeah. Better. And, uh, and we had mentioned that so Raven being on that list of uh, how we, we were mentioning how uh, Disney Channel didn't really have very strong cartoons. But their uh, live action kids kids programming pretty was good. pretty good. Between like that, so Raven and uh, Hannah Montana, and uh, what was the other one he said? Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Oh, dude, Lizzie. Even Stevens. Dude. Oh my goodness. Even Stevens. How good is that, dude? How good so is good. Shia LaBeouf though? Dude, and Beans. <laughs> dude, Shia LaBeouf <laughs> and Beans. <laughs> I don't even know his name. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I, I've always referred to him as Beans. I'll see him in a random movie, and I'll be like, it's Beans. <laughs> and he's, he's always Beans. He always, there's always that one person that just a character sticks with him, and he's yeah. always just that character yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, like Anything else Robert Downey Jr. In, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is in, he's always going to be Iron he's Man. He's just Iron Man. Yeah. And like Michael Richards is always just Kramer. <laughs> like You can't ever call him by his real name. He's just Kramer. That's just who he is. Did you see the we got it in the hallway? No, the Kramer painting. Up? It's not put up, but it's in the hallway, getting okay. ready to be put nice, up. Nice, dude. So it's in there. That's We've been thinking up. about getting a new frame for it. Um, for those for those of the listeners that don't understand anything of what we're talking about, <laughs> uh, every year the uh, the Poulton family Zeke is a Poulton. He's Zeke Poulton. <laughs> uh, yeah, he um, they put on this thing every year called the PGA. And it's uh, the Poulton Golfers Association Wiffle Ball Tournament. Yeah. it's uh, So, yeah, once a year, it's a wiffle ball. It's my backyard, and it's a nine iron or a pitching wedge. <laughs> and it's just it's just golf from there. Yep. And it's just a huge annual tournament we do all the time, and it's super freaking fun. Yeah. And so, anyway, at the end of it, people, people usually get prizes. There's a raffle. There's stuff like that. There's a trophy for the winner. And then I just gifted you... Instead of giving you anything <laughs> golf related, a giant painting of Kramer. <laughs> and I figured uh, if I'm not really using it, I better go into somebody else who I know would. So, yeah. Oh, and we're putting it on the wall. It's going we're on the wall. Happen. Yeah. Which is. I was going to give it to my sister, then decided, nah. You said no. No. 
Mm-mm. I thought about it. I was going to offer it to her. Nah. Good. I'm keeping it. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. So uh, there's that. Also, so a little bit of backstory on that too. We, uh, on, in the mission, right, the, the thing we were talking about earlier, that thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that thing. Um, anyway, <laughs> he, uh, he had told me about the PGA Wiffle Ball Tournament, and I got really hyped about it. I got really stoked. I was like, that sounds so much fun. There's nothing more in this world than I, that I want than to be invited to this Wiffle Ball Tournament. And I was heartbroken last year when yeah, I couldn't go. Yeah, because last year you couldn't come. Yeah, I was in Oklahoma. Lived in Oklahoma for a little bit there. And then uh, when you texted me, I was working that weekend. I was like, no, can't make it. Won't do it. Mm -hmm. This is way too important. I have to bail. (laughs) And I have to go to this tournament. So I uh, did. Here we we are, right? So... um, So, I mean, that's the thing. Well, I wanted to ask you, what did you think? Because I know you had heard of it. Yeah. But it sounds stupid. No, like when I when I when I tell people about it, like ah, like what I just said, like ah, it's an iron iron and bitch, you're gonna do a ball, you just play in my backyard. Like, it sounds dumb. No, it sounds great, <laughs> dude. I, I hope you know when you told me about it, I was literally like, I don't like golf, but that sounds amazing. Yeah, I want that so bad. I want to, <laughs> I want to participate. Because and then you end up showing up, and this because this is what happens with a lot of people. They show up and they're like, oh, like, damn, like this is way more is a... official and like fun. Like it's not like you got to be like all proper and gentlemen and all like stuff like that. Not like that like yeah. kind of official, but official and like way well planned and set up and yeah. you know, everything it's legit. man. So from someone just not real, I mean, I told you about it, right. From this showing up, what, what was, did was there anything that you were like, Oh dude, I didn't know it was quite like this or this stood out yeah. to me or I like this. Was there anything like that? Or were you just kind of like, yep. No, it was pretty, the organization was great. I remember getting there and being like, like you had you had uh, you'd done a pretty good pretty good job of painting a picture for me of like yeah this is legit like this is a actual yeah, tournament yeah right so I uh, when I showed up I was like okay well we were the very first two there so there was nobody there when we got right there. right because so we, we were, like, were the first tea time yeah we were the very we first were the first time. people to go what was it like eight ten or something in the morning or eight o'clock something, or something. eight something yeah and we uh, so we tip off and uh, I remember just being like man this is awesome already. <laughs> And they and they had the whole like at the the scorecard online that updated in real time onto the TV uh-huh, screen from up your front. phone to the main screen that was up yeah in the by the first T box yeah and when I saw that yeah. I was like oh my gosh this is amazing yeah. this is so cool because for me I was expecting to like put on a scorecard like four yeah five yeah strokes right? and like just hand it in at the end and then get it counted yeah. up but no it was like in real time. The leaderboard changed all the time. It was amazing. That was awesome. Well, because it so was that, like that at one point in time. We had so this started in two thousand eight. Dang man. So it was literally me and this kid from across the street during the recession too. We were just like, dude, recession. Gotta just like Can't afford make to go to a feel golf good. course during the recession. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, and we were just like, yeah, we just put golf with wiffle balls in the back, and like we made holes and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, it was like, holy crap! Like this could actually be something cool, or like we raised money for, or something like that. So I remember my buddy had an injury, had tons of surgeries that he was going through, and so we were like, we could like invite a ton of people, try to make it official, and we did. So I got my brothers on board. Um, we got a really good mutual friend to help us out, who um, made a website for us, coded the app, coded like everything for the scoreboard to be possible. Yeah. everything and then it was just like became so fun to do that it was just like yeah this is legit let's, <laughs> let's make do it this ha- let's make it happen yeah, yeah let's actually make this a legit thing so we've been trying to do it and it's just super fun it's just 
So uh, how how many have you guys done so far since 2008? So the only one since the, we've only missed two. So we missed one in the COVID year, and I think we missed another maybe 2018 or 2019 or something like okay. that. Or like 19 and 20 we didn't do, or 18 and 20 we didn't do, something like okay. that. But we've done every other single year. So 12 whole seasons of, of the PGA. Yeah, and originally it was like me and my brother and just like our friends, something like that. So we'd have maybe like 20 people show up yeah. and, you know, do it. Uh, last year we had 50 people show up. Dang. So 50 people in a little backyard with seven whole course That's crazy. for four rounds. It has to be planned super well. Yeah. <laughs> so for it real. was like crazy and it was almost too, too much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We had to cut it down. So I think this last year, just a couple months ago or whatever it was when you came was, uh, 25 to 30 people. Yeah. Like it that. wasn't that big. Like not I, uh, a whole I remember people. thinking it was. It was smaller than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So. But, I mean, that's the thing, dude. Like, I remember I had to get work off for it. And, like, with my job, Saturday is super important for us. I was like, I will lose the job for this thing. Like, yeah. I can, like, I'll find another job. Yeah. I'll do this. And then, like, when I was living in North Carolina, I flew out for it. <laughs> oh, man, it's a big deal. <laughs> Last year. Yeah. You weren't there. So yeah, it's just something we do, man. It's dude, it's great. Dope, but. I've uh, I've talked to a couple people since I've gone, and they were both like, "He he, he invited he invited you, you got to go." And I was <laughs> really? like, "Really? Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, like <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> the, one, the one person was like, "Oh." <clears throat> You, uh, Who was it? It was Lolly. <laughs> I knew it was too. I knew it was gonna be. Oh, Lolly was like, "Oh, you, you got, you got to go and do it, huh?" He uh, invited you to go. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's been so taken over by my brothers now. Yeah. That they really handle so much of it, mm-hmm. and the people that were inviting, it's almost like I mean, I when I was in high school, I invited so many people, and they would never come. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not gonna keep inviting you. We have plenty of people show up anyway. Yeah, yeah. I know, pe- like, who are the people that would be serious about it or have come in the past? That's who I'm going to invite. So yeah. I was like, I know you couldn't come. I just shot you a quick text. Yeah. You're like, yeah, let's Dude, do it. My, the smile on my face when you texted <laughs> me this year, and I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like, I have to do it. Yeah. Well, it's done because then I, I'll text it to other people, and they won't, they won't even reply to me. And I'm like, like, you have no idea what you're missing. Yeah. Like, honestly, Dude, you have so no idea. Much fun. Like, this is going to be dope. It's just yeah. a Saturday. Just come out for an hour. You know, oh, you have yeah. to play the full four rounds. Just do oh, yeah. one or two. Check yeah, it exactly. Out. Grab food, walk around, do your thing. Get some breakfast. Yeah. It's good. dope. Yeah. But that's so funny because, dude, when I was in high school, I used to just walk into classrooms just like unannounced. i just like open a door and walk through and the teacher would be like, the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'd be like, chill. Here. And I'd give an envelope <laughs> to like the student that I was looking for, one of my buddies. And it would have, like, our imprinted logo on it, like, the super formal invite. A wax seal. And like, all, all that <laughs> stuff. And people would be like, dude, I, like, I got invited. Like, I got in. Like, I got yeah. Invited. And other people would be like, dude, you didn't invite me. But, but nobody would even go. So it was oh, like. Man, exactly. No one would even show up. So they're not lame. inviting them anymore. But Yeah, that's lame, man. That's hilarious. I remember being like, the, dude, I, and I told Lolly too, I was like, dude, I fought for it. Like, I wanted it. And I let him know, like, I wanted to go. Well, That's re- maybe the only reason yeah, why. I remember your reply text to me when you couldn't, when yeah. you couldn't um, go. You were like, like, you were sad. You were like, legitimately so like, bummed. like, holy cow. It's a whole nother year I have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like, well, I'm going to invite that guy. Yeah. Because, wait, yeah. 
dude, if I if I was living in Utah at the time, I would have dropped everything and gone. Like, I, it would have been the number one thing I would have done. The the most dedicated visit we ever had was one of my brother's childhood friends who had been invited since day one. Yeah. I think I told you this. I think flew did, yeah. from California. <laughs> he flew from California to Utah just that day. Gave us a $100 donation, played in the tournament, went back the next day. That's so he had, like, it, cool. it was so important to him to just yeah. come and be there, and he loved it. But, like, that's why, uh, like, I don't know. It's legit. Like, yeah. it's a dumb game, but it's legit. Dude, Legitimate it's, yeah. dumb game. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, just, it's just fun to get out there and hit some balls, you know? Hit the wiffle. It's chill. So, uh, yeah, man. It's but, good stuff, honestly. I uh, thoroughly enjoy it. I'd do it again, too. Like, I can't wait. In fact, after Megs and I left that tournament, we were like, we got to do something as a family, too. Like, her, yeah. dad, her dad started, like, a horseshoe thing, like, a few years back, and they tried to make that a thing, but they didn't really, like, catch uh, on. I was like, yeah, I mean, it'd be super fun. They're like, we should do a prep family we, spike ball tournament every year. And I was like, it'd be cool. And like yeah. invite a bunch of people. But like, I don't know, man. I feel like it's got to happen naturally. It can't just be forced. And I felt like yours happened very, It did happen naturally, naturally. And it just happened. Dude, we put, so I actually remember, that, so Michael is the dude that does a lot of our um, technology side of things yeah, yeah. On, with the tournament. He does a lot more I think I than that. Him. But yeah, you did. Yeah. So Mike sets up a lot of that stuff. He sent us a text in. February or March and was like, Hey, it's almost May, <laughs> which means it's almost June, which means that's the tournament. Yeah. So usually we have to have everything ready, um, by the end of May in order to do it at the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. So we start planning it like in February. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we do it for our own pleasure. Like we don't like any money we make, we give to, uh, my mom and dad to do lawn repairs, food, whatever it might be. Yeah, to, yeah. You just give it to them. So we don't really make any money off of it. It's not our thing. However, we had one of my dad's clients reach out to us. So same thing. He said, you want to do something with your family? He reached out to us and he's like, what? Like, let's, let's do it at my house. Like, what do I need to do Yeah. to like, have you do it at like our house? Have a wiffle ball tournament. And like, like set it up, this, that, and the other. And my brother went up to him and was like, we're not doing it unless you pay us because we put so much work into this one alone yeah. at our own house that like, we we said, we're not doing it years. And he was like, well, I don't know if I want to pay you. It's like, hey, then we're not going to do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it actually takes so much time yeah. to do this dumb little thing that like, we're not going to just go set it up at yeah. your house and do that or whatever. But if, if people, like, we've had people reach out to us and be like, so like, wondering what the chances are because we did it one year where we did it at somebody else's house too. Oh, we did really? it at ours and we did it at somebody else's house. And it was so much freaking work that like, we're not doing that Dude. again. Like, for not making anything, for not getting benefit out of it. It's like, no. Yeah, for sure. But. Dang. We've got to be on ESPN Ocho one of these years. That's what I, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, that is the goal. Like, that's the pinnacle. Yeah. If, like, ESPN isn't showing up June 11th yeah, with all this camera action going on. Mike, my words, 2025. <laughs> PGA Wiffle Ball tournament. I'm telling you, once this podcast gets lifted and we're, you know, we're the shit. Yeah. And we're talking about this again. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Well, it's happening. Oh, it will. We're having live coverage. Oh, we will. No, and it'll be it'll be on this podcast, mm-hmm. right? We'll be uh, probably be streaming it on Twitch and stuff like that. But then we'll we'll throw the coverage of it on yeah, this podcast. We, you're damn right, we will. So yes. it'll uh, you hear here you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Something unoriginal is going to be the proud sponsor and uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, of the, the yeah. PGA tournament. So just let us know. Also, if you are a sponsor and you're looking for a, a podcast. 
to hop on to. Just uh, you know, shoot me an email, and we'll uh, we'll Correct. figure it out. Correct. Yeah. And then we'll put we'll sponsor you all over throughout the wiffle ball open and put you up there on the first tee box with you and your yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Audible. Uh, if you're listening to this, <laughs> uh, I would love at some point to say this podcast is sponsored by audible. Please text <laughs> unoriginal to 500, 500. That's my all time goal. I want, I want that. So my goal, I've always wanted to be sponsored by Fila by Fila. Yeah. Really? I've actually, yeah. How come Fila? Because every like it's almost like so low key that it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, like it's not like low key like Reebok's low key because Reebok had its time and then they just kept making the same stuff. Yeah, but Fila's always kind but of been Fila's under the like, radar. Yeah, and okay. it's like not champion where it's just cliche and <laughs> ironic Walmart brand. I mean yeah. they're they're getting out of that status, but they've got yeah they're they're moving out of it. Um, I don't know, man. Fila, they got the dopest shoes. They got the dopest stuff. I'm like, you're repping Fila's and you pull it off. Legit, I had people look at me and be like, dude, I like your shoes, I like your shoes, I like your shoes. I'm like, thanks. And then they find out it's Fila and they're like, it's Fila? That's true. That's the brand where like you're confused if it is good. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's Fila. Yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> is. The other thing is it's hella affordable. You buy like a yeah. pair of shoes with like high top shoes that are like 45 bucks that are bussing, bro. They're just like dope. And then you see like similar pair of Jordans for like $900. Dang why yeah why yeah yeah feel is where it's at all right all right so fila haul at your boy man yeah. not, i mean i can't i don't have anything to offer besides just me <laughs> you're but... on this podcast so. yeah well, well one, yeah okay fair enough one yeah. day fila and when you know we'll figure it out fila i mean i know burt kreischer's trying to get sponsored by speedo so <laughs> so i mean there's there's worse things that can happen you know what i mean but... so uh <clears throat> you had told me about something the other day uh, you no did longer I? work at where you worked when we did the PGA Okay, you want to get this, dude. Okay. So, they got in touch with me two days ago. Okay. And they called me about two days ago. asked me to come back. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did you quit or did you get fired? Yeah, I, I, no, I quit. Okay. I so, mean, I didn't think you got fired, but I, you know, I just wanted to check. So, I bailed. Yeah, because I didn't give you all the details. I mean, it's a really long-ass story, but basically, like, when I was in Puerto Rico... So I got, I got, Hey, we got time, man. If you want to give me the long ass story, uh, I'll give you enough detail okay, for right. it to make sense. Yeah. yeah all right. All right so see. before I got that job, they said, this is like, I'm sitting in my interview. They're like, it's a very like time demanding job. You have to be here mm-hmm. and you have to be here on the weekend. Like yeah. it's important to do that. I'm like, okay, but I have two trips I've already planned because I didn't know that's, I was going to get this job. Yeah. I don't know. That's what this job entailed. So I need last week of April. And last week of June or whatever it was off. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. They were desperate for workers. They were like, that's fine. We'll make it happen. Yeah. I take Vegas off. That's where I went. I went to Vegas. Okay. Went to a reggaeton festival. My man. Um, then had the wiffle ball open in June. As you do. Got the time off. That's good. That's the only day that I asked off while I was working there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I need this off. I asked it with the store manager. Mm-hmm. not the sales manager. So the sales manager is my boss and the sales manager's boss is the store manager. Yeah. So I went one higher up and I said, Hey, I need Saturday off. He's like, okay, cool. Then I don't show up that Saturday. I come back. Sales manager comes back in town. He's pissed. He's like, you missed a Saturday. I wouldn't have ever given it to you. Super mad, whatever, whatever. I'm like, sorry, my bad. Didn't know. Pound sand, bro. Like 
<laughs> I missed one day. Sorry, dog. Um, and then I go to my Puerto Rico trip, yeah. and it, he forgot that I was going to Puerto Rico. So I reminded him, and he was like, shit, like, mad at me, but at the same time, like, you did tell me, so. You can't be upset. Yeah. Yeah. And then goes, okay, well, if you go to Puerto Rico and you don't stay here, if you actually go on the trip, you can't take any more days off. Like, if you're sick, you have to be here. Yeah. No sick days, period. Like, that's not a single day up. off. That's, and I was like, I don't know if that's legally acceptable. It's not. But yeah, yeah, continue. <laughs> but, okay. The problem, it was, it was bothersome. Like, why it was bothersome to me is because we had broken store records of sales mm-hmm. uh, in April and May. And we just been tearing it up. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like we weren't doing our work and he needed people there. You know, anything like that. Like, we had five people there. And I, if I missed one, you got four. There, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um... So that's why I was like, what in the heck? Um, we get we sell more. Like, like last year, we were number one in sales out of any other dealership there. Really? In the, in, in the whole, all of the U.S. Whoa. So we get more inventory than anyone else because Dang, we sell crazy. more. That makes sense. And we still didn't have very much because the market sucks right now. Yeah, it's bad. So we um, – <laughs> anyway, they were so mad that I went to Puerto Rico that – it was already kind of like, dude, I wonder if they want me there. I wonder if they're like fed up with it. We don't have anything to sell. I wonder if they want to cut back on salesmen because they have so many already. Yeah. Last day in Puerto Rico, it's a Sunday. We go play basketball. I bust my ankle. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ruin it. Yeah. I, I busted my ankle twice. One when I was playing in high school and one when I got back from Puerto Rico. And so I like, I know my body. I know when it's a roll. I know when it's something serious and I know when it's like just obliterated and yeah. this was pretty bad and i couldn't walk on it so i missed my flight oh because it was the next morning because i couldn't walk yeah yeah and i was like i'm not just sitting on a flight dude like i'm not doing it so i i changed my flight from monday to a wednesday give me a couple of days to at least see what happens yeah. so i text my boss i tell him and in the text i say like if that affects anything my time there like let me know so i can start you know, looking for other options. So I'm not just sitting on my hands waiting for you to, yeah. you know, tell me or I get there and then you fire me. Like, what the heck? So, well, he he didn't want to fire me, but he didn't want me there. So oh, okay. he was kind of pissed and he was bummed that I was going to take two more days off to this high demanding, like time demanding job. Yeah. So I go back in on Thursday of that week and um, I go talk to him and he's basically like, hey, man, like. I get that this I like I want you to be able to recover. I want you to be able to take your time. I want you to be able to like I know this is a high uh, you know very demanding job with time and this that and the other and you know so no worries like if this isn't working out for you we can just split right here no problem no big deal this that and the other and <laughs> like he, what he was trying to do is he didn't want me there but he didn't want to, have to fire me because if yeah. he fires me after he has to pay me a certain amount of money to carry uh-huh. me on get me on my way to another job. Yeah yeah. But if I quit and I leave or I resign then or something you, you like that, then it, yeah, just like that. So he doesn't want to lose any money, but he wants to be gone. You can tell because yeah, this yeah. guy is so on edge all the time that he goes, like I show up with my uniform and everything. I'm ready to work that Thursday. And he goes, well, why don't, I don't want you working here if you don't know what you're going to be doing, if you're going to keep working here or not. So just go ahead and take the rest of the week off. Like, and I'm like, dude, you were just so pissed that I took two extra days off because of this injury. And now you're just going to give me two free days off, which include a Saturday and a Friday. Yeah. You don't want me here at all. <laughs> so I told him, I was like, okay, then I'm just done. Don't worry about it. Like, I'll go find something else. It's not a big deal. Thanks for everything. We don't have any inventory. I'm not selling anything. Making just as much money here. 
as I would at a nine to five, except I'm working three more hours a day plus Saturday. So no, not worth it. Peace. Yeah, exactly. Week later, another kid quits. Oh geez. And then a week later, another kid quits. Oh geez. And they're just losing people. And it's all because of this dude. And you just know it. Yeah. And, uh, I talked to both of them on the phone. They're like, yep, yeah, it's because of him. We bailed. It wasn't worth it. This and the other, like he was just, too, that, just hated it. Yeah. So he's down to two salesmen and he just can't keep up. Doesn't know what to do. So he reaches back out to me and says, Hey, can you come back? <laughs> and you're like, like I, I liked you the most. It. Can you come back? Uh, and we'll even, I was like, I don't like, dude, there's a reason I left. He's like, I'll give it to you part time. You tell me what days you want to work here. Oh jeez, he's desperate. I was like, damn. Give me the weekend, I'll think about it. This was literally last week. Yeah. Or not last week. This was what's today? Saturday? It was like three days ago. <laughs> that was right around the time they called me telling me a Navi was ready. Really? Yeah. They're like, Do you want it? And I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing, dude, is that they don't have anyone Yeah, he's he's desperate and I think he knows he's on the hot seat because everyone went to the store manager and quit. To the store manager. Oh, they and complained. Him. Yeah, and complained. So this is why I'm leaving. They're like, hey, I really respect you, but this is what's going down. He's like, hey, man, I know why you're leaving. I totally understand it. I'm really sorry. Dang. And I think he knows he's on the hot seat. Yeah. He knows why people are leaving. And so anyway, that's, that's the story of why I'm not there, but I could tomorrow if I wanted to just go back. That's crazy. So are you working right now? No. Ah, I might have to discuss some stuff after this chilling. if you want. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. We're, you know, my job, we're looking for people. So, oh, okay. It's pretty good. Pretty good gig. I like it. It's legit. Yeah. I mean, it's in West Valley, if you don't mind driving to, it's by the airport. Oh, it's not that far. It's really not. No. It's not that bad either. Like, I feel like you would enjoy it, but we can talk about that more later. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's more of a private conversation, probably. Yeah, pretty good for the friendship, I'm sure. Yeah. So good for the friendship. Great friendship Honestly. opportunity. Beautiful. It's perfect. Have you seen... Her latest post? With, no, I don't think so. Have I? I mean, I probably have. She is the strongest woman <laughs> I have ever met or seen yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. So I don't think I've seen that many strong women <laughs> in the sense of like, just like yoked. Yeah. But no, she, like you go to the gym and you know where the bodybuilder girls are. Like, you know, yeah. oh, they really lift. A gym is their life. Yeah. This woman is huge. Yeah. And all right, we got to give some props to this. her. Yeah, I, all, <laughs> by all means, tell them because I hope she listens to this. Because if she does, like, dude, I don't know how you do that. You have to be so dedicated to like. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's insane. So so for for background on who this person is, her name's Francis. She's uh she's one of our friends in Puerto Rico. Uh, when I was there, I was on, I was uh, walking down the street trying to find this other street. Um, you know, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, uh, there was this girl loading up her car and, uh, I walked up to her trying to ask to see where the street was. Maybe she knew where it was or whatever. And, um, and when we were there, you know, as a missionary, you're kind of, you're told to, uh, talk to everybody and kind of share a message with them. Right. So we're walking down the street. We see this girl, we start talking to her. Um, and we ask her where the street is. And then we're like, Hey, do you mind if we share something with you sometime? we don't have to do it right now. Obviously you're packing up your car with what looks like, you know, a weekend's worth of stuff. Um, so she's loading up her car and as we're talking to her, she's like, yeah, maybe that'd be, that'd be fine. And I was like, cool. Is this your mom? As I like walk around the car, cause I see this other person also loading the car with her, walk around the car and see this lady and was like, Oh my gosh, 
She is so strong. But I remember being like, all right, like, let's let's share the gospel with them. You know, like, let's share it. Uh, let's see if we can share a message. So I asked her if we can give her a pamphlet, share something with her. And I was like, you look like you work out. You look very strong. She was like, yep, I've been doing it for four years. And I was like, what's the key? She was like, I don't eat chicken, which is uh, that's crazy. That's what she said. Yeah, she doesn't eat any chicken because there's like, and I don't know if she does now or not. I, I mean, I, yeah. I haven't talked to her about it in a while, but um, because there's like, Hormones and stuff that they add to chicken, it give it. Uh, she says it can make your joints and stuff achy, and I believe it honestly. So she eats a lot of fish. Okay, um, that's sense. like her big thing to get like good lean protein. Um, and yeah, she just works out a lot. So I talked to her about that. I send her a text, and I'm like, "Do you have any like workouts that I can do or whatever while I'm on the mission?" She's like, "Yeah, sure." Like, hits me up, sends me some of these things or some some workouts. I write them all down in my notebook or whatever, and like so that I can, you know get big <laughs> um fast forward a little bit uh area we get a call from from the president of the mission telling us like where we're gonna go what we're gonna do or whatever and uh and i get reassigned to be with Poulton in Bayamon, puerto rico and i remember being like oh my gosh this lady lives in Bayamon. Her daughter goes to school where I was serving, and that's how I met her. And I remember being like, I have her number. I'm going to text her and see if we can share something with her. And so I text her, and I'm like, you'll never – like, I'm going I'm going to buy a own. Like, it'll be cool. Like, we can – like, let me, uh, let me see if we can share something with you or whatever. And she was like, no, I'm really not interested in sharing anything or whatever like that. So I was like, all right, no worries. Um, she was like, but we, I, I made these wraps and have some grapes and stuff. Do you guys want a snack <laughs> yeah, for the day? Like, like do you want lunch? Yeah. And I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. So, so Polton and I get up and we, uh, we have a meeting place for it. It was our church. We show up and we're playing hacky sack in the driveway or in the, yeah, in the, the parking, parking lot. That's church, right. Right. Uh, just waiting for, it. it was on our like preparation day or one day off that we really had. Um, and while we're in the church parking lot playing hacky sack, she pulls in, she gives us some food. And she, like, as a missionary, you're not supposed to, like, hug anybody. It's, like, kind of an unwritten rule. It might even be a written rule. I don't even remember. It's the it's the unwritten of, like, yeah. watch out how, how you're, like, yeah. with, like, physically around women. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know? Like, and in so, hugs and stuff <laughs> like that. It's, okay, anyway, yeah. Yeah, so she gets out of the car. And I remember being, like, like, oh, what's up, Francis? How's it going? And she gives me a hug. <laughs> uh, and she, she's awesome. She's seriously, she's like my Puerto Rican mom. She's like one of my favorite people in the entire world. But she gives me a hug. And as a missionary, it's really awkward to give people hugs because you don't ever do it. You don't ever do it. And then you don't know what other people are going to think if they're looking. You're just like, oh, yeah. here we go. Full hug. Exactly. And just like embraced in this bear hug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By this woman. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. But I remember you telling me that you really, really hoped that she would hug you too. Yes. <laughs> I've been so deprived of a hug. Yeah. And especially from just that, I was just like, dude, I fucking hope she hugs me, dude. That'd yeah. be awesome. Dude, Francis gives the best hugs. <laughs> They're so good. I want her to hear this. I hope she true. does. Yeah, yeah. Because like, this is, yeah. Did I tell you, like, she reacts to every single one of my posts. She she on, is on, so on Instagram. Like, awesome. I will post the most... Like, she has no idea what, like, and it has, it's something that correlates only to people in Utah or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And she'll, like, like it or be like, oh, She's my gosh, so this supportive. is amazing. So supportive yeah, of everything. Yeah, dude. I love it. I'm like, Francis, I hung out with you twice. Yeah. And you were o- only even barely friends with my friend, and you still, like. Yeah. Yeah. The man. In a good oh, way. That just. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's the greatest. I freaking love Francis. Um, Francis, if you're listening to this, I really like, we love you. You're the best. <laughs> Seriously. But, uh, 
so Frances is really strong. Like she's built. Uh, she works really, really hard. Um, and is all about fitness, all about that. Um, anyway, so I fast forward a little bit, a little bit more. I come back to Puerto Rico about six months later, just on vacation. And I remember being like, well, I got to go see Francis. Got to go hang out with her. And I don't remember if I actually met up with her there. I don't think I did the second time around. Maybe I did, but maybe not. Um, but it was the next time around on my honeymoon, like a year later mm-hmm. that I came back and, and me and my wife went over and had lunch with her. And she made us a great meal, uh, some like fish and rice and, and, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and it was awesome. She's the best. She literally like, she took time out of her day and she was probably so busy that day. Um, I know she had to go like, uh, do some massages or whatever. Cause she's an in-home massage therapist. Um, which is another thing too. I'll tell you a little bit about in a second, but, uh, <laughs> it, no, like, so my wife wants to be a massage therapist, so it has something to do with that. Okay. Um, so yeah, she uh, she's an in-home massage therapist, and I remember being uh, oh man, our fire turned off. <laughs> I remember uh, being in um, uh, in her house, and she gave us like this this really good dessert, like a cinnamon. I can't even remember what it was. This really good dessert or whatever that she told me somebody made, and I remember having it like on my mission, being like, "This is the exact same flavor. What is this?" Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was like, yeah, I got it from one of my clients and, um, and I think one of her clients was a member in our ward that made this stuff. And so I remember being like, this is the exact same Mm -hmm. thing. And she was like, yeah, I got it from my friend Carmen. So I don't know if you remember the Rodriguez family. Yeah. Yeah. The one with like the three story house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Of course. Yeah. And I think she's one of her clients or whatever. Dang. So I had this stuff and I was like where did you get this? And she tells me her friend Carmen. I was like, I'm pretty sure. Is it Carmen Rodriguez? And she was like, I don't know her last name, but I was like, this has to be like, it's the exact same stuff. It was interesting. So yeah, there's that. I mean, it was super weird, small world for that case. But, uh, anyway, so later, um, later on my wife, so my wife is trying to start a massage business. This also has to do with Francis. I don't know why I'm telling so many random stories. About hey, her, come on. But uh, I'm giving you guys a rundown of what uh, who this person is to us. Um, but my wife's trying to start a massage business. So she's trying to go about like the best way to um, build branding or whatever and go about like her process. The One of the only people we know that is a massage therapist is Francis. And so my wife reached out to her and was like, hey, how, uh, how should I go about doing this? What should I do for massage therapy? And, and my, and, uh, Francis asked for our address to send her a letter and she wrote her out like this whole big thing. Um, like a great explanation on like what she should do for her massage business. And it's awesome. Like really? it was seriously so great. Yeah. And so, uh, Meg's read it and then she didn't quite have time to respond, but, um, but yeah, we, uh, we're really stoked about it. In fact, Francis, if you're listening to this, I mean, we'd love to come out and, uh, and come see you again. It'd be dope. Hmm. We should, uh, you made me throw up one time when we worked out together. Well, and, that's uh, the greatest. <laughs> that's the best part. And uh, and I feel like we should do it uh, round two. Let's I don't do think it. she knows. I don't think you she should. knows that you. I I may have told her. You do you want to tell that part? Well, she kicked our ass, dude. Yeah. Like, so when you're, it's like, when you're a Mormon missionary and you're out there, you don't have time for close to anything other than just preaching and learning and meetings and you know, whatever. So you're not exercising. You're not going out. You're not in any sports, leagues, competition, anything. So you're just physically like, 
Like you walk every day, but there's only so much walking can do. So like, yeah, your body is conditioned to walk. What she wanted to do is when we met up with her and she gave us like that food and whatnot, she gave you that hug or whatever. She was like, we should work out sometime. Like I should take you to work out. It'd be great for you guys. Yeah. Like, let's do it. And we were like, screw it. Like, let's do it. Yeah. Like, let's just see what's up. Like I used to lift before I went on the mission. So I was like, yeah, let's do some stuff. Like, you know, pretty active people. Like, let's do it. She put us through the most brutal, like, circuit. <laughs> yes, yeah. that I have ever done. Yeah. And, and the thing is, crazy. you're doing it at like 2 p.m. Yeah. Like in Puerto Rico. Like with 90 degree weather. Yes. In yeah. the middle of July yeah. in August, where it was like so humid. Oh, yeah. so hot. And um, she just kept saying that this was good for the friendship. Yeah, that it, that it was just gonna like be the best thing that for we, me and you. Yeah, because like you you have to work out together. You got to be on the yeah, same pace. Like, it's good for the friendship. When yeah, we yeah. would do push-ups, right? And then like if we were off or like you stood up before me, she'd be like, Carter, no, do it again. You have <laughs> yeah. to do it again at the same pace. This is good for the friendship. Go again. Yeah. And then you'd run up some bleachers and then run back down. And and we're doing this across the track, right? And we run like yeah. four laps around this thing, and on each quarter of the, you know, the track, we have to stop and do some circuit. Anyway. We are like exhausted, just like we look sick. Like you and I didn't say a word to each other. Like <laughs> like we just walked back to the truck, got back in, yeah. went straight home. And I think it was like five minutes went by before you were just like, yeah, I don't feel good. <laughs> I was like, I don't feel good either. That was terrible. Like that wasn't just good exercise. I was like so bad. So you decided to pound a protein shake. <laughs> For some reason, like it was like a scoop of pre-workout. But you got to get in a half hour right after. Or else your gains are not coming around. You downed it though. <laughs> you downed it. And just chugged it so fast. And you're sitting there and you're just sitting down. And I look at you and you are pale as can be. And, and you're just like, yeah, I just don't feel good. I don't feel good. And then I go to the room. <laughs> I grab my towel because I'm going to go take a shower. And I walk back out. And I hear what sounds just like water being poured into like a swimming pool, which was you just throwing up into the toilet. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, yeah. dude. It was so bad. And it was so funny because you're like, oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> I feel so good now. And your shake is just no longer in your system. Yeah. So bad. I don't think we ever worked out with her. I don't think we ever even. I did one more time after that with the other. Oh, you did. You yeah. went with Sigur. With the, That's and right. leaders. Yeah. Um, there's four of us. I would probably would have refused. I don't think I could have done it. That, if there's something about working out. Well, I asked her to do like the second that, one. That. The second one, I remember asking her. So that's yeah. I couldn't have. Good, good for the friendship great is what it was. It was great for the yeah. friendship. Francis, you are dearly loved in our hearts. We we are very fond of you as a person. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, seriously. She just runs to all my stuff. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, like, I, like I understand the support, but it's just like, dang, she's the man. She is. Yeah, she knows what's up. She's the best. PR man. Yeah, dude. Well, hey, man, this was fun. Do you want to keep going, or do we want? Whatever. Call it? I don't know, man. It's I mean, a, the fire's off, so we can go in about an hour. I mean, I don't. Yeah, yeah that's cool. What are you thinking? All right, call it. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Dude, and, thanks, uh, man. I appreciate the call. Let's, let's make this. Let's make it a regular make it thing. Happen. Let's do it. But uh, appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming through. Likewise, dog. And uh, let's get you on something unoriginal once again. Okay, let's do it. All right, man. Love you, brother. See ya.